Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. It's good to be with you. Yet another day to share with you from God's Word. And I want to thank you so much for joining and listening in. And I want to beg you to please share this devotion with a friend or with a loved one. It matters not where that person is. You do your part to help spread the gospel. What we are doing is trying to glorify our Savior. We are trying to show people the importance of knowing Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. So please share. Use this as a tool to witness our great Savior, the great God and Savior Jesus Christ. Based on Hebrews chapter 2 and verse 13, Wilbur Chapman, he said, Jesus what a guide and keeper while the tempest still is high storms about me night overtakes me he my pilot hears my cry hallelujah what a savior hallelujah what a friend saving helping keeping loving he is with me to the end you know he becomes your savior when you believe in him to the extent where you trust him as Lord and as personal Savior. Hebrews chapter 7 verse 25, Therefore he is also able to save to the uttermost those who come to God through him since he always lives to make intercession for them. As I have said before, I say again, you cannot be too bad that God cannot save you. The truth of the matter is, if you are good, then he cannot save you. What you would need to do is to realize that you are not as good as you think you are and realize that you need a savior who is the good one. Ask him to come into your heart, forgive you of your sins and save you. And he will do that. May I build on what I said uh, last time we are looking at what the Lord is able to save us from. Last morning I shared with you that many are crippled by fear, worry, and anxiety. Today I'd like to share with you that many are trapped by evil and the Lord Jesus saves from every evil. He does not save from trouble, but he delivers in trouble. In Psalms 50 verse 15 he says, and call upon me in the day of trouble, and I will deliver thee, and thou shalt glorify me. Now, how many of us can honestly say, you know, I've been in trouble, and I call upon God. I am sure that every one of us who know him as Savior found ourselves in some form of trouble in the past, or maybe going through some trouble now, and we call upon him. And I can testify that when we call upon the Lord, he will deliver us. But one of the things that we need to do after we've been delivered from our trouble is to remember who delivered us and glorify him. Give him praise. Give him glory. Let your life be a life that glorifies God. Now, one of the things I must tell you is that this God that we are speaking about, our God, our Savior, He does not save from disappointments. A lot of times when people get disappointed, they wonder, 
where is God? Yes, things will not always go the way that we want things to go. There are times when we'll be faced with things that we never anticipated. But here's what I'm saying. We must always stop and pay attention to the fact and let the God who we praise up on the mountain be the God that we will praise when we are down in the valley. Sometimes we have this way of just giving God praise when things are good and when things are not as good as we wish for them to be, we forget that. Many today are trapped by evil, but the Lord saves from every evil. Yes, He does not save from disappointment, but He gives sufficient grace at the time when you are disappointed. Your disappointments, my disappointments, many times are His appointments. In 2 Corinthians chapter 12 and verse number 9, the Apostle Paul is writing. He's talking about after he prayed to the Lord three times, asking God to remove something from his life that he preferred not to have there at that time. He said, and he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee. In other words, I am not going to remove it from there. But here's what I have done. I have given you enough grace Oh, so that you could handle it and handle it so that the people of the world would see the God who lives in your life. And that's what we all need to pay attention to, that he give grace in times of disappointment. He said, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. That's what Paul said. Now then, notice Paul's response when he heard that. He said, most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in mine or my infirmities. Why would you glory, Paul? He said that the power of Christ may rest upon me. There are some people who would rather have a healthy, good life without the power of God. But Paul said, the health may go away, but I want the power of Christ to be upon my life. I don't want to do anything without the power of God upon my life. May I say to you, this Savior that I'm speaking to you about, he does not save from accidents, but promise only what is his will. In Romans 8 and verse 28, for we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to them who are the call according to his purpose. As I was growing up, it took me a real long time for me to understand this. And sometimes we don't even understand, even though we have grown somewhat. I remember when my youngest brother died at the age of 20, we brought the body home. The body was in that aircraft. I could see myself standing after stepping out of the plane and holding on to the wing of that aircraft. And I asked the question, Lord, what good is this that my brother died? You said we know that all things work together for good to them that love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose. Now, what good in this that my brother died? Could I say to you that he answered me and said, this is the good? No, but this is what I've learned. I have learned to trust God in whatever circumstances do occur in my life. And even though I did not get a direct answer where he said, 
the reason why I did it because of this or because of that, in which he does not have to answer me because his ways are not my ways and his thoughts are not my thoughts. His ways and thoughts are much higher than my ways and thoughts. And when he says that all things work together for good to them that love God, to those who are the call according to his purpose, that's exactly what he means. And when it is the will of God for us to go through something that we do not like, remember to give him the glory. Paul wrote to Timothy in his second letter, chapter 4 and verse number 18. He said, The Lord shall deliver me from every evil walk. And that's what we are talking about morning after morning, that God will deliver us from every evil walk. There are those, no doubt, who would love to see the worst happen to you. Oh, sometimes people wait to see it happen, wait to see you fall. But the one that keeps you, he is stronger than the one that's looking for you to fall. The Lord shall deliver me from every evil walk and will preserve me unto his heavenly kingdom, to whom be glory forever and ever. And we all say, Amen. Many today are trapped by evil, but the Lord Jesus Christ saves from every evil thing. You need not worry what man may do to you, because it is God that keeps you. It is God that looks over you and he will protect you. Keep on trusting the Lord. My time is up for this morning. Next morning we'll come back and build a little on this and I'll share with you the Lord saves from hell to heaven. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that every evil walk, even the evil walk of man, that man would love to see happen to another human being. God, you deliver us from this. The traps of the enemy, you deliver us and we thank you. I pray for those, Lord, who are trapped by evil, that they would seek you, Lord, for deliverance. Have your way with us now. Save the lost, consecrate the saved in Jesus' name. Amen. May God bless you, my dear brethren. Do have a great day and remember, share with a friend. See you next morning. Thank you.